Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Emotion is Stress. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Today, I want to talk about stress. I want you to understand what stress is. I have heard, I have read, that studies have found that stress compromises your immune system. And I think that sounds right because because we all know that when we get really upset, really upset about something, then uh, what happens? Sometimes we get sick afterwards, don't we? Stress. But I want you to understand that stress is more than you think. For the human being, emotions are stress. That's right. Emotions are stress. I bet you never thought of it that way. We've been taught that emotions are wonderful and good and you should be passionate and excited and angry and, and have highs and lows. And that's what we're kind of taught, isn't it? And we're encouraged to be emotional. The rabble-rousers, the people who stand at the front of the, of the group, in the podium, the entertainers and the music makers and the people who uh, put on uh, athletic performances for you to watch and to yell and shout and scream and root for your team and all that, they encourage you to be emotional. Well, I'm here to tell you that the human being was created to be not emotional. The human being was created to acknowledge God and to know God and to be with God forever. That's what the human being was created for. And our responses, our responses should be reserved for our Creator and what He provides for us. So, awe, wonder, love, joy, peace of mind, calmness, delight, all of these should be reserved for our Creator, marveling at His creation, loving Him, looking to Him, and what he provides for us to delight us. He provides for the children. He provides flowers and dogs and cats and delicious things to eat and wonderful stories. He provides these things for the children. And he provides uh, things for all of us. If you... Know that he's the one that's providing them and you're grateful. Then what can you experience but gratitude and joy and delight and love for your creator? But when you are not responding to your creator, when all of your emotions are not reserved for him and your thoughts reserved for him and from him, then you become you become turned inside out and you become externally motivated, externally stimulated, and your emotions are uh, 
to external things. Now do you see that in the light of what I have just said, and you should listen to this again, you should go to the website, SheddingShackles.com, and look for this program and listen to it again and again and again until, until you get it. The old expression, you know, the other shoe drops, or until you have your aha moment or the eureka moment where you say, I get it. Let me say it again. We were meant to be totally and closely in tune with, bonded with, responding to, in rapport with, receiving from our Creator, and in return, we have emotions, gratitude, awe, wonder, delight, love, and so on. Do you understand? Now, when you are so close to your Creator, not only do you enjoy His presence, not only do you marvel and delight at the wonderful things which he has created with his handiwork. The heavens declare, what is it, the beautiful passage, the, the glory of God. I, I should get it. It's a psalm. It's so beautiful. Not only that, but he then provides for you. See, when you have a true need, I'll give you an example. I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but it's a good tangent. The basic point is, I'm going to say it so you hear it. We were meant to respond to our Creator and not to the creation. We were meant to have emotions for our Creator, good emotions, noble emotions, but not animal emotions for the creation. Do you understand? So, you're, what, what was it somebody once said? So you stand tall before other people, not kowtowing to them, not bowing to them, not scraping to them, not resenting them, not hating them, not judging them, not worshiping them, not needing them, but before your Creator, you're on your knees, loving Him, and worshiping him and looking to him for everything. See, now you're lo you look to the outside. So, he, so do, you, do you get it now? When you are emotional, that is stress. You are being stressed. See, stressed, something is trying to get you to react, to respond to it. Do you get it? And if you do, if you react, if you become emotional, then you are responding and reacting to something on the outside instead of your Creator. Your emotions and your responses should be reserved for your Creator. You get it? time ago when you were a little child you could you could do one thing and then another and then another and another and you yeah, you know what they call that now they, they call it what do they call it hyperactivity or something like that well some kids are hyperactive but others they just go from one thing to another it's perfectly natural you do this for a few minutes and then something else and you do this for a minute and then you do that 
And you, you do one thing and then suddenly you go ask a question and then you rush away and do something else. That's perfectly natural. That's the way I am. I'm 70 years old and that's the way I am. I do a little this and a little that. When I'm no longer interested in it, I put it down and I do something else. That's the natural way, free, unencumbered. See, so that's what you, you must find. So, now I think, I think I've made the point very clearly for you to listen to this program again until you get it. So now do you see why emotion is a stress? And now do you see how emotion compromises you? Look, you know that you're never at your best when you're emotional. When you're excited about something, you're likely to, to sign on the dotted line and buy something that you don't need or eat something that you don't need. When you're emotional, you make wrong decisions. You marry the wrong person. You go out with the wrong guy. You, you give your money to the wrong people when you're emotional. They want you to be emotional. See? And not only that, but when you're emotional, then what? You're upset, you walk around, you make mistakes. And then what may happen? Well, then what may happen is that uh, you begin to become ill. It happened to me the other day. Something made me a little bit angry. That's right. I got angry at somebody about something and upset. And then the whole thing preyed upon my mind. And before you know it, I was sick. I had a headache. I felt terrible. My tummy was upset. And I felt sick for a whole day because of that little bout of, of emotion. So what I'm saying to you is that you have to learn to be calmer. Now, once again, I'm not saying anything that isn't in line with what you already know. You know yourself that if you're to be, if you're to be a good person at the office, a good helper for the client, a good doctor, a good parent, a good accountant, a good ball player, a good anything. You have to be calm. When you're calm, you can make good decisions and say the right thing and do the right thing. We all know that when we're in the air and there's a bit of turbulence and the airplane is bouncing around a little bit, we like to hear the captain come on the air with calm words. We like that, don't we? How would you feel if the captain came running out of the, out of the cockpit and, and started screaming and, and becoming hysterical? Well, that would be ridiculous. How about you get the idea? So when you were a child, didn't you want your parents to be, to be calm and to be patient? You didn't want them angry and upset. How about your mom when she was totally upset and going in her room and closing the door and crying or going in the bathroom and throwing herself on the, on the floor and hanging onto the toilet and, and crying and threatening that she was going to do something to herself, you know, that sort of thing. How does, how does, how does that feel when you're a little child? It's terrible. You want your parents to be calm and composed, and uh, that's the way you have to be. So now I've made my point. I've spent a lot of time making a very simple point. And the very simple point is that 
you have to be less emotional and eventually not emotional at all. So how do you do that? Well, you have to find your creator. You have to find him within and then attach to him and look to him. And he will give you guidance. So then you say, well, well, well how about other people then? Are you supposed to be like, um, like stock with Star Trek? Yeah, in a, yeah, you actually are. But look, let's say that your child comes to you with some issue and you remain calm and not emotional. Your child doesn't want you to be emotional, to feel sorry for them, to, to cry or to get angry or to get upset or to be worried. Oh, that's the worst of all. They're worried. Oh, they're so worried about you. You don't want that. You want your parent to be calm and to perhaps have a little bit of something useful to say to you, something for you to do. And so let's suppose that you're that parent. You're that calm parent when your child has some issue. You're calm. And then you have a, a word of wisdom. Or in your calmness, they see the love in your face. They see the love in your eyes. And they don't see anger and upset and fear and weakness and impatience and resentment. They don't see any of that. All they see is calm, and to them it feels like love, because it is love. So what you did is you got your ego out of the way, and then through you came something good from your Creator. He gives you the power to be calm. He gives you the power to stand back. He gives you the power to not be emotional. We love hearing from you, so keep the comments and questions coming. Our listener call-in line is 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. This is Jeremiah Trujillo wishing you better relationships and a better life. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you too can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. So now do you see why emotion is a stress? And now do you see how emotion compromises you? Look, you know that you're never at your best when you're emotional. When you're excited about something, you're likely to, to sign on the dotted line and buy something that you don't need or eat something that you don't need. When you're emotional, you make wrong decisions. You marry the wrong person. You go out with the wrong guy. You know, people, many people, I had a boss like this. He was a, a good boss. 
and he sometimes had to deal with some very severe emergency situations. And the bigger the emergency, the calmer he became. It was marvelous. He became calmer. This is the way humans are supposed to be. Also, you may have experienced this yourself or known someone. Something happened in the family. Maybe one of the family members passed away. And everybody was running around, upset and crying. One person remained calm and took care of things in a very calm way. The person rose to the occasion by becoming calm and reasonable and rational. And he handled the situation or she handled the situation masterfully. So that's how you have to be. And you can be that way. But now you have to see that a lot of problems stem from overreaction. So now can you clearly see that if we're not supposed to be reacting at all, if we're not supposed to be reacting at all to things on the outside and temptation on the outside and tease on the outside and provocation on the outside, if we're supposed to be remain, save our emotions for uh, your creator. Remember there used to be a song, it was My Heart Belongs to Daddy. Or, and, and then there was a rock and roll song. Remember, it was, um, it was uh, one of those summer songs. Walk along the beach with someone new, have yourself a summer fling or two, but just remember, I'm in love with you, and save your heart for me. Well, you got to save your heart for your Creator. Save your heart for Him, and then you will be able to handle things well, and you'll be calm, and something will come through you that you don't even know is there, and what will come through you is love. Love will come through you, and it will be so beautiful when love comes through you. Do you understand? So now, do you see that a lot of our problems are overreaction? I remember one time, a long time ago, well, not so long ago, really, but I was working for a large corporation, and uh, a serious accident had happened, and my responsibility was to go and investigate the accident. And a man had been rather severely injured when he was crushed underneath a collapsing crane boom. Well, to make a long story short, I worked with him for many, many months, and he rehabilitated himself. It was a beautiful thing. He survived. He worked hard at his rehabilitation. He had a great attitude, and about a year later, he was fine. And then I said goodbye, and we were friends. And But then I saw him again. I don't know, maybe a year or two later, I saw him again. And he said, I want to tell you something. I've never told anybody I want to tell you. And I said, what, what do you want to tell me? He said, when the, when the accident happened, he said, I had gone into the office and the boss and a couple of workers were in there joking around, and nobody wanted to come and help help me to disassemble the crane boom. That's what he was supposed to do. And he said, I was angry. And he said, I went outside very angry, and I started knocking the pins out of the crane boom in an angry way. And it was my mishandling of 
of that that caused the accident. See, he was angry. He was angry. So how many situations have you mishandled because you were emotional? And how about all of the allergies and the asthma and all of those things? Aren't they an overreaction? Isn't your body overreacting? And who has taught your body to overreact? But you see, ever since you were a little child, you were taught to overreact. When you were a little, when you were a kid, people upset you. They yelled at you. They blamed you. They accused you when you did some little thing. You grabbed a box of, you were sitting in the grocery cart and you grabbed a box of cereal off the shelf because it was so attractive and so much fun. And you grabbed a box of cereal and your mother ripped it from your hands and said, Stop that! Don't do that! And then you started to cry. And she said, I'm never going to bring you to the store again. Oh, mommy! And cry and cry and cry and cry. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's going to make the child so emotional, so upset. Do you understand now? So now you're a big, big person now. Now you can get the meditation. You can learn to sit quietly and be still. And you can learn to seek your creator, to seek the ground of your being, to find his spiritual light within, and then walk in the light, and love the light, and live in the light, and express the light. And... The more you do that, the calmer you will become. And the more now the windows of heaven will open and so many blessings will be poured out upon you that you can't help but delight. You can't help but be grateful. You can't help but be filled with joy. Do you understand? So even your joy, even your delight, all of those even begin with your Creator. He is the beginning and the end. He is the Alpha and the Omega. And He is love and He is light. Find your Creator. Respond to Him. Love Him. Be with Him. One of my favorite little books is called A Short and Easy Method of Prayer. In English, it's often translated as Finding God Through Prayer or Experiencing God Through Prayer by Madame Jeanne Guillon. She was a nice lady, a mystic. And she wrote this little book. And she says, learn to, be, to sit quietly and be still and wait for your Creator to come to you. Is so sweet and so beautiful and so true. So you don't have to be a Paul or a John to, to find God. You don't have to be. You find him. And it's beautiful. And then you go about your business and, and God gives you gifts. Yes, he may require something of you. He may. But it's generally maybe just not resenting other people and perhaps and setting a good example. And maybe at the time, at a certain time, in a certain place, you may be able to say a little something that would be a godsend, a help to people, to someone. 
or you may be able to lend a little helping hand in some way. That's, that's, that's all God requires of you. If he requires more, then he'll make you know. If he doesn't make you know, then there's nothing else required of you. Isn't it beautiful? All your life, people have pressured you. You got to do more. You got to study more. You got to work harder. You got to make more money. You got to give more to the poor. You got to volunteer more. You got to work harder. Pressure. God doesn't pressure you. He just wants you to, to know, to come to know him and not to resent other people. That's mainly what he requires of you. The ideal spiritual person who begins meditating and as the years pass begins to move to higher levels of consciousness again from which they had descended when they sinned. That, that person has very few memories, very few. And the few memories that it has are of something good happening, but very little, very little memory. Every day is fresh and you live in the blithe, carefree present and look forward to new adventures, new realizations, new understandings, new beautiful moments with God. So now do you understand why you have to come back to your Creator? So how about, first of all, learning to sit still and realize God. And it's not so hard. So if you could just sit still and get out of your thoughts, they're always trying to distract you and mislead you. They don't want you to sit still and be close to God. They don't want you to be sorry. They don't want you to be sweet. They want you to be resentful and angry and prideful. See? And they want to distract you and lead you away in a dreamboat of daydreaming. You have to learn to stand back from them or they'll just lead you away to oblivion. So the meditation is helpful because it helps you to learn how to sit still and get out of thoughts that mislead you and come back to reality and experience reality. And reality is actually beautiful. So that's the other thing. How about all these things now? You're not free. You're not free. You want to be free. You want to live in paradise again? It begins in the mind, you know. Let those things go. Get my meditation. Take three meditations a day. One in the morning, one at noon, one in the evening. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.
Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.